Welcome to episode 9 of Rocket Pod, the podcast for business and charity professionals looking to expand their CRM knowledge. You're listening to me, Natalie Silver, and Rocket CRM directors Ian Wicks and Cal McKee as we explore the topic of marketing software and share the top 10 things you should look for in a marketing platform. When it comes to selecting the right platform, you really are spoiled for choice, but you'll want to get it right given the size of the investment. And to get maximum return on your software investment, there are some key tools and features you'll want to consider when evaluating your options. Reporting, integration, scalability, ease of use and automation tools, to name a few. Tune in to hear the full list and learn how to ensure you select the right marketing software for your unique needs. If you appreciate our conversation, click the like button and subscribe. All right, so let's jump into episode nine. All right, guys, how are you doing? Hello. Good. Good, thank you. How are you, Natalie? I'm very good. Nice to chat again. Yeah. It feels like ages. It has been ages, hasn't it? It's been a while since the last one, isn't it? Yeah. It has been a while because we've just been busy bunnies. Busy enjoying summer. Summer birthday, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) While you lot have been working, I've been on holiday. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) It's all right for some. I know. I'll send you you postcards. Uh, <laughs> Summer feels like a distant memory, to be honest. I wandered into the shops the other day. I, I kid you not, not Halloween stuff, Christmas no, decorations. Christmas. Oh, yep, really? yep. Seriously, time stamping this. We're at the end of August, right? Just about to lurch into September. And uh, yeah, they, they missed out spooky season. I went straight for Crimbo. Oh, so crazy, right. isn't it? Does that mean when you see when you see beach balls and 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 buckets and spades, they're actually preparing for next summer? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to living in the moment, guys? Honestly, yeah. crazy. <laughs> anyway, back to the matter of our little podcast. What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about marketing, specifically marketing software platforms. What we're going to do is hopefully between the three of us give the audience ten things to look for in a marketing platform. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we can come up with that. Yeah, like 10 things that are critical. You should definitely have on your list if you're yeah. a marketer listening to this. You might be a chief marketing officer, you might be a head of marketing or manager. But yeah, there's some critical things that every business should consider on their wish list. Um, because now it's to the point where you can't get away from the fact that digital marketing requires really good marketing platforms to, to streamline mm, activities, sure. really. So I'll start. Shall I start with the first one? Go on then. All right. Okay. I know this is something that we talk about lots with data and CRM in general, right? So integration, your marketing platform, whatever it is that you choose, has to integrate well with your CRM system. It's really, really vital. Mm. It's possible to run a CRM and marketing platform and keep them separate, right? In fact, for some organizations that maybe run legacy systems that don't support that integration yet, that might be their only option. However, when that's the scenario, you know, it doesn't take advantage of all the benefits of either of the systems and keeping them separate as well totally undermines the ability to drive efficiency in data consolidation with a CRM and marketing automation platform combined. Mm. So there's a really, really important point to kick off with, I think. I was reading something the other day and uh, there was this company called Nucleus Research They'd carried out some research that found that 60% of companies that had invested in some sort of CRM integration, less than a third of those companies had actually extended that integration to other systems. So the CRM integration challenge research paper should be something that people check out just to delve into that. I mean, it's it's a hefty number, isn't it? 
And while there is an added cost with achievement, extended integration, it's worth it because companies that successfully integrate the CRMs to the other systems, so the marketing platform, for example, see they see a 20 to 30% growth in business because of the integration. So that's why it's so vital. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I mean, having separate silos for the marketing and the sales data means that the profiles for the customers or the clients are incomplete, really. You can't really use any analytical insights to get the whole picture. You know, that's one key part of it. Also, if you sync data between your sales and marketing teams, there's a lot a lot more of a comprehensive picture of who they are, what their interests are, who they speak to, and it's visible to all the people in those departments. Yeah, there's also a risk that like having separate marketing and sales systems, they might just take different approaches in the way that they, you know, reach out to customers. So that can result in disjointed messaging that changes at different parts of the sales process. So integrated systems will allow for a consistent messaging throughout, you know, during all parts of that customer journey. It creates a much more seamless experience for leads as they're converted, hopefully, into customers, you know. So this means like the relationships that are established via marketing tools can be much more easily transferred to sales via the CRM. Yeah, I mean, just to expand a little bit on what you said, the automation is the business's first step into building the relationship with a lead. So having access to marketing data will help the sales reps see the full picture of the lead's history from day one. So it enables them to hit the ground running with personalized messages and that kind of thing. It can also eliminate some of the information that new customers need to provide. So it makes it seem a bit slicker. So for example, making a smoother transition for the customer from going from that lead into the sale or from the marketing team, sorry, into the sales team. Yeah, we're still on the same point, integration with CRM system, but it's, it's like it gives you a better understanding of what's actually working. So like just as marketing can inform the sales, sales information can inform the marketing efforts as well. You know, like so you can hand off to sales or hand back to marketing. So integration between the two systems makes it so much easier to run that closed loop reporting. So you can see the whole picture of what's working, what isn't within the sales process. These sort of more comprehensive insights gathered from sales information gives your marketing team an idea of what's, I'm sure Natalie will agree with what's like converting to sales and what's not. I mean, this goes a long way to uh, towards improving ROI calculations as well, for, like for different marketing campaigns and setting goals. So if a business wants its sales and marketing teams to be as effective as possible, then it's probably best to consider investing in CRM and a marketing platform that will integrate into your CRM. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more, Ian. Definitely, definitely. One other point I'd add would be just that, you know, looking at the buyer journey, it's not a linear process, as we know. So the complexity of the buyer journey these days, it, it requires the right software to not only manage it and execute it, but to analyze it and report it so that you're getting the most out of it. Like you said, getting the best ROI possible. Okay, Excellent. let's move on to the second point. That was, we've, I mean, we've done the first point to death. <laughs> we've covered it quite nicely. Should we move <laughs> on to the second point? Number two. So... Any good marketer worth of salt will be good at planning, right? So the, whether that's uh, monthly, quarterly, annual, strategic three-year growth plans, um, you need to be planning. And for kind of the day-to-day planning and so your weekly, monthly planning, marketing calendar is required. So that's number two. Your marketing platform has to have the marketing calendar built within it so it's not external. I'm sure there are many markets listening to this that probably maybe have it on a spreadsheet, maybe have it on Monday.com if they're using Monday just for the planning and scheduling purposes. 
But if you have it within your true marketing platform, which is integrated with your CRM, that's when you can make massive leaps and benefits in terms of the way that you manage and coordinate your activity. Because basically the marketing calendar is like a strategic tool so that all of your team members can plan, organize and see and manage the marketing activities and campaigns. So you're, I mean, you're, you're an expert marketer. Are there some marketing people that just wing it and they don't use a marketing calendar? Or um, Yeah, they probably, they probably are, but that's when you get to get yourself into trouble. <laughs> the, the professional ones will always have some sort of structure to their activities so it's coordinated efforts. So, for example, with any campaign, say you've got it on a focus on a specific product, you need to coordinate all of your activities through all of your channels, whether that's email, social, new web pages going live, digital ads, you'll want to coordinate them all at the same time. And it's the, the, the marketing calendar that allows you to be able to plan it and gain sight of it and share that as well. So mm-hmm. everything's coordinated and it's a robust effort across all of your channels. That's awesome. the most important thing. Yeah, very, very, so number, very, very critical. Number two, having a marketing calendar built in. Okay. You're going to give us number three, Kyle? Yeah. So I would say scalability as number three. So, you know, a scalable platform is essential for businesses to efficiently manage their marketing efforts as they grow and adapt to changing dynamics in the market. So scalability in this context refers to as a platform's ability to handle increasing demands, workloads and complexities without compromising its performance or user experience. So if you imagine a business that starts with a limited customer base but gradually expands to target larger audiences across multiple channels, without a scalable marketing platform, the organization would struggle to manage the increasing volume of data, campaigns, interactions, leading to inefficiencies, data errors, and missed opportunities. Yeah. If I have to put that into a real-world analogy, like think of a highway or a motorway system. So think of a marketing platform that connects a business to its customers. Initially, like the, the traffic might be light few cars representing a small customer base and simple campaigns. However, as your business gains traction, the traffic increases, more campaigns, more data points, more customer interactions, all entering into the mix. So, you know, if that highway platform isn't designed to be able to accommodate this growth, i.e. the M25, as <laughs> an analogy, uh, the congestion occurs, campaigns get stuck, customers' data gets lost, and the overall marketing process becomes sluggish. So, uh, yeah, scalable marketing platform serves like an expanded highway with additional lanes, robust infrastructure, that kind of thing. You just got to keep that marketing traffic flowing and they have the ability to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, in essence, it simplifies the complexity by providing a framework that can adapt to the evolving needs. So the adaptability ensures that the business can seamlessly integrate new marketing channels, technologies, strategies as they emerge without the prospect of re-engineering their entire infrastructure. You know, just as you, you mentioned the analogy of the M25, yeah, that's the analogy I would think of, which is a transportation system. It needs to be able to handle more commuters without causing gridlock. It needs to be able to scale. Okay, scalability, number three. It's a good one, definitely. Number four, if we were to go for number four, then we would probably cover off uh, a journey builder. So customer journeys, a journey builder that's easy to use though. And a campaign, I'll say that again, a campaign automation (laughs) tool (laughs) does exactly what it says on the tin. It automates and coordinates the marketing activities across all the channels, as we've kind of alluded to earlier. So it streamlines the marketing efforts, allowing even the smallest teams to ramp up marketing activity. You don't necessarily need to have an army of marketers to produce a high volume of activity. 
because it's really clever and being able to do the heavy lifting for you. We're obviously very, very familiar with Click Dimensions and Dynamics 365, and they offer the campaign automation tools. There are many others on the market. But a good one, you need one that has the ability to be able to plan the activities around the customer journey. So, for example, when it comes to planning a series of activities, communications to engage with potential customers, it could be sending emails, posting on social, following up with personalized messages, etc., etc. Instead of doing each of those steps manually, the campaign automation functionality lets you set up the sequence of actions in advance. So it's very front-ended, essentially. You're kind of like setting it up and then letting it run. It's like creating a roadmap for your marketing journey, essentially. So once it's done, you can wipe the sweat from your brow a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess you uh, can Only think a little bit a... for a short while. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can think of a customer journey builder as like a like a visual map that yeah, like guides exactly. the customers from the, like the first contact with you to become like your loyal fans. Yeah, as you mentioned, in platforms such as Click Dimensions or in Dynamics 365 Marketing, for example, these tools, a customer journey tool or, or campaign automation, depending which product you're using, they have a different name. But essentially, it just helps you to design those journeys without needing complex or coding skills really the idea is that it's simple to use and that's how it should be you just drag and drop elements like emails or events or surveys or little actions and triggers onto a canvas and they just connect those things together Uh, it creates a path you know the little mirror exactly how you want your customers to interact and if they do this they go down that path if they do that then they end up going down this path and another email sent it's a bit like thinking about um you're plotting out a a train journey that you want to get from john o'groats to land's end for example there's no direct train you've got to work out all the the different routes that that is possible and what's the way you want to get there or how you can get there so, you know, as your customers engage, they're opening emails, they're registering for events, making purchases, the tools track their progress and they can sort of automatically trigger that next step. That way you can ensure a consistent and personalized experience. Again, another analogy, a bit like a tour guide leading visitors. I'm very strong on analogies today, aren't I? But much like it, like, think about a tour guide in a museum, guiding visitors through the museum, showing them exactly what they're interested in. Yeah, that's it. Well, I like the analogies, Ian. Stick with the analogies. They work. The tools essentially make a marketer's job just that little bit easier taken care of. As you've said, the repetitive tasks and doing all of that, scheduling and the planning for you so it's a little bit lighter touch. And essentially, then it allows the marketers to free up their time and focus on the bigger picture, planning strategy, other aspects of the role that that are many. So, yeah, it's all about doing the heavy lifting And it's also possible to create and manage the complex marketing campaigns too, because it does the heavy lifting for you. The complexity of these marketing campaigns, again, are built around that customer journey. So Mm. that it's all hyper-personalized to that, wherever that person happens to be within their own personal customer journey. So it feels more relevant and salient to that person. It doesn't feel like a blanket communication. And just okay. on the, the canvas bit, it is really easy to use. It is exactly as you say, like, we'll have to try and share a, a visual of it somewhere. But if people go to our blog, they'll be able to find various different articles on the Click Dimension software specifically. And I'm sure there's like screenshots of the actual yeah. mapping canvas because it is super easy to use. Or give us a, yeah. or give us a shout and get in contact and we can talk to you about it and show you. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll, go with, no, I'll go with point number five. And I think this is really super important, actually, having proper support in place. So what I mean is like having reliable, 
technical support and expert guidance when you're using a marketing platform. It's like having a skilled navigator on your journey. You know, when you're exploring new territories with platforms like Tick Dimensions or Microsoft Dynamics 365 Marketing, just having a partner who knows the ins and outs of these tools is essential. Imagine you're setting sail on your ship and while you might have a map, which is a user guide analogy, having an experienced guide who knows the water as well can prevent you from getting lost in those rough seas. A knowledgeable partner not only provides solutions when you encounter challenges, but will also offer training to help you navigate smoothly and make the most of the platform's features. Yeah, I mean, think of support as your safety net mm. while you're using the tools. So when you're using the platforms to manage your campaigns, track your interactions or analyze your data, technical glitches or roadblocks can appear, you know, mm. a bit like obstacles in a hiking trail, to use an analogy, Ian, now that you've started that. <laughs> the analogy competition. <laughs> yeah. So having a having a partner like Rocket who understands the platform can be your beacon in these kind of situations. Yeah. We, we troubleshoot issues. We can offer quick solutions and guide you through the process. Something else that I think should be considered is the fact that, especially in SMBs, and we deal with a lot of small to medium-sized businesses or enterprises and charities that don't have huge marketing teams, and they often have a marketing generalist who knows a little bit of everything, right? So they're wearing Mm. lots of different hats in the marketing world, and they don't necessarily have the technical abilities, or they may just not be familiar with that software but having someone who knows, like you've just said, knows that software and is a specialist in that software area, when you combine that technical specialism with the marketer's creative brain, you get an absolute recipe for success because the marketer's like, this is my vision and this is what I want to do. And I want to do this, this, this and this market. And these are the communications and channels I want to make the most of. And then the technical person just comes in like a technical wizard and goes, ta-da! And then before you know it, you've got the whole thing singing along just nicely. Mm. And it's less for the marketing manager or the head of marketing to have to worry about knowing that the softwares are well configured and aligned to everything that the team wants Mm. to deliver. That's a good point, actually. Thanks for raising that. So that's five down, five to go. Number six. What's number six, Natalie? So another really vital tool and something that every marketer knows about is social media automation. Obviously, there are social media scheduling tools that are separate that you can use, but there are benefits to having social media automation within your marketing platform that integrates with your CRM. Because again, it's all about that centralized view of the data, a holistic view right across your team. Again, it's about driving efficiency and streamlining the marketing efforts, but this time purely on social Quite honestly, managing multiple social media platforms and trying to drive engagement isn't an easy task for any social media marketer. And sometimes you do find that it's kind of shoehorned in as an afterthought in smaller businesses. And so anything that allows the marketer to give this channel the attention, the frequency and the content it deserves is absolutely worthwhile. Basically, with the social media scheduling tools, you know, our team can plan out, schedule various different posts in advance, just like they would in a different tool, but it's centralized and it's here within the marketing platform so they can see how it fits with all of your other channels, all of your other planned activities. So again, it's about this cohesive approach to all of your marketing activities so they're all working in harmony. So if you're doing a certain campaign on product Z, 
then you know that your social media needs to also support that. It could be a case study on product said. It could be a customer testimonial. You know, not that we advocate and doing a lot of selling through social, but you could bolster some content around that so that everything sings in harmony. And that's one of the major benefits. Yeah. I mean, touching on what you said there, Natalie, it, it sort of empowers the businesses to engage with their audience effectively. A robust platform can analyze user behaviors and interactions, allowing businesses to tailor their content and timing for maximum impact. So here we go with another analogy. So imagine a chef who creates dishes based on your preference and your schedule. So similarly, social media automation adapts your content strategy to match your audience interests and online habits. This personalized approach will boost your engagement as your posts are more likely to resonate with your audience when they're delivered at the right moment and in the right context. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's really important to to get that insight as well. And just about aligning it to what people are truly interested in, isn't it? So lastly, another important point is that with a social media automation tool within your marketing platform, it allows data-driven decision-making and any good marketer will use the data to inform future activities. So within a good marketing platform, with the social media automation tool, um, you often get pretty good reporting and insights into the performance of your campaigns and they'll all give you pretty good metrics like engagement rates, click-throughs, conversions, etc. Everything that the social media marketer needs to quantify the impact of their activity and give some validity Mm -hmm. and accountability to what they're doing. And then, yeah, also I'd say that then they can use that data and then utilize it to refine the strategies. So often, even with the best plans and intentions, a market as well is often quite fluid. So they may plan to do A, but they end up, might end up doing B or C because the data tells them otherwise that the plan wasn't quite right. So they've had well, to adjust. Okay, that's pivot. an interesting one. Hold that thought because we're going to talk about that in a little while. Mm. I'm going <laughs> to go to number seven and I'm going to talk about reporting and analytics. So the ability to be able to generate comprehensive, insightful reports from a marketing platform is like crucial for several reasons. Firstly, reporting provides a clear view of your marketing performance. So just as the compass, as I said earlier, helps a sailor navigate showing the direction, reports will guide businesses by revealing how effective their marketing strategies are. So through data on like key metrics such as conversion rates, I think you mentioned some of these already, engagement levels, ROI, businesses can assess which campaigns are successful, which ones need a little bit more refinement or tweaking. And, you know, this kind of knowledge empowers that informed decision making that we all sort of aspire to, allows companies to allocate their resources strategically and optimize their marketing efforts for maximum impact. Secondly, also reporting enables accountability and transparency. So going back to our ship again, just like the caption reports to the crew on the ship's progress, a marketing platform's reports will hold teams accountable for their campaigns. So having a transparent view of performance ensures that all stakeholders are aware of the results of what they're doing and they can contribute ideas for improvement. And this whole thing, really, when reports are used properly, it fosters a culture of collaboration and continuous growth which is a great way for teams to work together to capitalize on success and address challenges as they go along. I mean, just expanding on your point, Ian, it also drives continuous improvement. 
So analyzing yeah. marketing reports, you know, enables people to refine their strategies over time, identifying trends, patterns and areas of opportunities. Mm. You can adjust your approach, experiment with new ideas and iterate on what works best. Iterative process leads to more effective campaigns, better customer engagement and improved business outcomes. Should I list a point? Go on, then you start with one. Number eight. All right. Number eight. So good segmentation tools. So in marketing terms, segmentation refers to the practice of dividing a larger group of customers or prospects into smaller, more tailored subgroups based on shared characteristics, behaviors or preferences. Mm -hmm. So imagine you have a basket of different fruits. Segmentation is a bit like sorting them into groups of apples, oranges, and bananas by grouping <laughs> another one for you. Um, by grouping sim- similar individuals together, marketers can create more tailored and relevant marketing strategies that resonate with each specific segment. Okay, Absolutely. so some more marketers know the importance of segmentation, right? This is a vital tool, obviously, and it's vital for a more targeted and personalized approach, as we've said. But long gone are the days where segmentation is purely just about, mm, I don't know, industry, product interest, their geography or location, or even just a demographic such as a job title or gender. So now the segmentation can actually be based on behavioral factors too. That means how they're interacting with your communications and your business. So it could be segmenting by returning visitors, repeat purchases, loyalty levels, where they are in the buyer journey, product interest, email open, social engagement. The list is literally endless. And so this hyper-detailed focus on segmentation then allows the marketer to be able to create truly high-targeted and personalized communications. Like we said before, it's all about tailoring it to where they are in the buyer journey, as well as truly understanding and gaining insights into the customer's and not not having this broad brush approach, that's out the window, that's dead old. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, segmentation yeah. also, <laughs> in, in our little customer journey that we're on today, we're going around, all, we've been to the sea, we've been on hikes. <laughs> I've got to use another one to think about a detective. So if you think about how segmentation enhances insights and analysis as well. So like as a detective might study different clues to solve a case, marketers can analyze the behavior and preferences of different segments that they've created as well to like gain deeper insights into what drives their actions. That kind of understanding, that deep understanding, you know, it helps refine marketing strategies over time, making them much more effective and impactful. So in a nutshell, segmentation in uh, a marketing database speak is about dividing your audience into smaller, meaningful groups for better personalization, efficiency and insights, leading to more successful marketing campaigns. Yeah, absolutely. Number nine, we're approaching the end. Number nine, and if you remember, I said, hold that thought, Natalie, this is A-B testing. (laughs) So if you've got some kind of A-B testing in, in your marketing platform, what that is, is basically it's a method of comparing two variations, let's say, of an email campaign, for example. So you want to determine which two slightly different versions of the same email, one with a slightly different headline or a slightly different image or whatever. And you determine in which one performs better in terms of achieving specific goals. And you might have a whole database of people you want to send it to. You send version A and B to, let's say, 10 percent of the whole thing. Work out which one works the best. And then you can work out for which segment, which email is best. So this is really quite scientific stuff. It's like conducting in a controlled experiment to see which version of the email resonates more with your audience. The purpose of A-B testing, obviously, is to make informed decisions based on real data rather than just relying on assumptions. You know, sometimes we feel, oh, this is going to be better or that looks better. But that's just our own personal opinion. 
So if you're a chef and you're testing two recipes for the same dish, you want to know which recipe produced the tastiest results. So you'd get a panel of people in to do that taste test rather than just going by your own taste buds. So similarly, like in A-B testing, you want to identify which email or whatever, whether it's social media campaign or whatever, which variation generates better engagement or conversions. And then after you've sent both versions to that subset, you can analyze the performance metrics and determine which one's going to be more effective. Yeah, exactly. It helps marketers fine tune their email campaigns, essentially. So basically learning from the preferences and behaviours of their audience. And I guess this iterative approach, it just leads to more optimization and successful email campaigns over time. And more successful email campaigns, such as click-through rates and what have you, that means it's been more salient with your audience so your communications are more effective and that means hopefully you know those emails are then pushing people down the sales funnel and closer to interest and desire for your product cool all right so number 10 final one can any of you guess what it is yes i can right it's return on your investment so yeah. how do you know if you're getting a return on your investment well, there are some things you can do, which we'll list in a minute. But to be honest, most smaller businesses don't treat it so scientifically and just go on a gut feel. So most of our customers who sign up to Click Dimensions, for example, sign up again every year. So that must tell you something. Yeah. I mean, if you're determining and you want to determine the potential return on your investment, the ROI from your marketing platform, it does take a thoughtful approach that considers various factors. So like, you could list down these nine points and you could make a plan from that. So here's, here's the nine quick points to uh, get you thinking about how you might want to measure that. So number one, set clear objectives, define your marketing goals and what do you aim to achieve with the platform? So whether it's I want to increase sales, I want to increase brand awareness, lead generation, having clear objectives will provide a foundation for measuring success. Secondly, calculate costs. So understand the costs associated with that marketing platform, including subscription fees, set up expenses, any additional resources required. So third one, estimate potential benefits. So that means considering how the platform can positively impact your marketing efforts. So ask these questions basically, will it help you reach a larger audience? Will it help improve your customer targeting or will it help automate repetitive tasks? Also, the fourth one, I would say that would be like track key metrics. We've mentioned mm-hmm. KPIs quite a few times, but they're vital. That's how you measure your effectiveness and adjust your marketing programs as you go and have that iterative approach. So these could include metrics like conversion rates, click-through rates, engagement levels and customer acquisition costs, but also ensure that the marketing platform provides the tools to track these metrics effectively. Because without those KPIs, how on earth do you know whether or not your marketing activity is having the right impact? Mm. And then the fifth one, benchmarking current performance. Again, it's all about measurement, isn't it? So that means comparing your current marketing efforts performance with the expected outcomes um, from using the platform. By having this baseline assessment, it'll help you measure the platform's impact accurately. So where's our starting point? What's our baseline? What are those KPIs? And what are we expecting to achieve from implementing this platform? Where do we want to get to? Yeah, remember, you don't have to do all these things, by the way. These are just some items that give you an idea to come up with a plan. So I've got a couple more for you. So number six, monitor and analyze the results. So when you're using the platform, closely monitor the performance of your campaigns and collect data on the selected KPIs and analyze the results. Compare these results with your initial benchmarks to gauge the platform's impact. 
and then another one to calculate your ROI. So the basic formula is net profit minus cost of investment divided by cost of investment. If the result is greater than one, you're generating a positive return. What was that calculation again? I like that. It's net profit minus cost of investment divided by cost of investment. Oh, very good. Yeah, I like that. Also, another thing, consider intangibles as well. Like, so for example, in addition to those tangible results, there might be some intangible stuff, things like improved brand reputation, enhanced customer experience, longer term customer loyalty. So these might not be directly quantifiable, but they can contribute significantly to like an overall business growth. Okay. And then the final point is iterate and optimize. So continuously refine your campaigns based on insight gained from the analytics. So use the split testing, the A-B testing, and data-driven decision-making to identify strategies that yield the best results. So remember that ROI assessment is an ongoing process. It's important to set realistic expectations, track progress consistently, and adjust your strategies as needed. A marketing platform can provide valuable tools, but your strategy content and execution also play a significant role in achieving a positive return on your investment. Awesome. Yeah, you've got to get that return on investment, haven't you? Fatal. Yep. Right. So that was number 10. I think that's I think that's everything, guys. Is that a wrap? Yeah, I yeah, think so. That's our top 10 things to look at for in a marketing platform. Absolutely. Can we just summarize that really quickly, the headlines, the 10 things? So number one yeah, was integrate cool. with your CRM system. Number two, having that built-in calendar planning tool. Number three, scalability. Number four, making sure it's something that's easy to use, so a journey builder that's easy to use and drag and drop kind of thing. Having proper support, like a proper partner who knows the software. Social media automation as well. So it's not just emails, but think about the social media automation. Reporting and analytics, which is super important when you come back to your ROI stuff. Good segmentation tool, so being able to divide up into, as Carl said, the apples, oranges and bananas, which ones need which kind of marketing. Number nine was A-B testing or split testing, as Carl also referred to it, to work out your best approach for a particular campaign. And lastly, your return on investment. So have a little strategy to work out how much have we spent, how much are we going to benefit from it, and is the calculation going to be worth it? Nice. Right. So that's our top 10 things to look for in a marketing platform. So if you want to find out more about which platform we might recommend with your Dynamics 365 CRM, you can contact us. You can visit rocketcrm.co.uk. We hope this has been an informative podcast. And if you have any suggestions for future topics, drop it in the comments or send us an email to enquiries at rocketcrm.co.uk. Excellent. Thanks, everyone. All right, then, guys. Good. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Back okay. on holiday. Bye. <laughs> this has been the Rocket Pod podcast, delivered by Rocket CRM, the place for spot on CRM advice delivered in a simple to understand format, as Rocket CRM makes CRM simple. The show was produced by the team at Rocket CRM and Thumbs Up Marketing. With special thanks to Alex Tilbrook, Design and Illustration, and MD Hammond. For information on Rocket CRM, visit rocketcrm.co.uk and you can also follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Twitter's at Rocket CRM UK and LinkedIn at Rocket-CRM. Thanks for listening.